Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Well, hello, everybody. Yay, how are you doing? It is Monday night. We are here live, Attitude Era. Another Monday night, another night we spend together with all of you. A big night tonight. Free guest show. Cannot top this. We're here every Monday night. Regardless of what COVID tells us to do, we are going to be right here. So, anyway, uh, Granny's here. And, and I am here. I know I've taken more of a – I know I've taken more of a kind of a executive producer role in a way where, you know, I pop in and put people on the air and, I, you know, I'm not quite as involved on air as I usually am. Um but that's just because, you know, like I said, I had a radio show this morning, and obviously it was championship game, you know, Monday, so I had to cover all that this morning. Uh, and then I had the Syracuse-Virginia game just a minute ago, uh, and now I've got, obviously, uh, you know, my, my bar job tonight as well as running, you know, whatever's on the ESPN station. So I'm doing, like, five things at once, uh, but I'm still here for you guys. Uh, and, and, you know, Icon's really stepped up for me uh, to help me out with running the board and things like that uh, when I'm doing five things at once. So... Again, always appreciate that. So I'll be in and out sporadically. You're such a great multitasker, um, big swing. Well, well, yeah. I, you know, I try. I try, and that's probably why you hear music in the background, because I am in my other job. So, but yeah. Okay, well, here's what I'm going to need you to do. Uh, there's something going on with my laptop plug-in thing. It's not charging the battery, so you'll have to, uh, you'll have to put the guests on when they call in. But other than that, I, got I think. All right, so, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, we should be good, man. We should be good. over the laptop and. Uh, who who, who the, are we looking for? Who are we looking for area code-wise for the first one? Um, area code for the first one will be. Um, see if I can find it. Um, I don't have it. 
Well, that's fine. I, I will let you know who it is when they do fall in. Um, so, so, uh, so, Granny, uh, your Chiefs are back to back Super Bowl, back to back years. How, how does how does that feel? You with us? Say say what? There you are. I said your Chiefs are. Uh, it, it took you what? 30, 40, 40 something years, fifty years, whatever it is, for the Chiefs to go back, and then they won it, and now to win the Super Bowl in February. And now they're in a back to back. Yeah. Last year, and now we're in the Super Bowl back again, and back. I hope they wallop. It was back to back, yes, and I hope they wallop all over Tom Brady and those Buccaneers. You don't like Tom Brady, huh? <laughs> I never, I never liked him when he was with the Patriots. So I've never liked Tom Brady. Not a Tom Brady fan. Yeah, I, I, you know, the crazy thing is with me is I was always, it wasn't that I hated Tom Brady because, you know, I respected him as an athlete and, you know, everything he was able to do. And he, and, and over the years, he gave me a, you know, he gave me a whole bunch of content to talk about on my radio show in the morning for sure. But, uh, so I never hated him in that regard. But I was sick of seeing him. I was sick of Tom Brady. I was sick of the Patriots. I, it seemed like every year they were in that discussion. And, you know, when, when, when one player is, is able to win more Super Bowls than any other franchise, uh, you know, you get sick of seeing that person and you begin rooting against that person. So I've always rooted against Tom Brady. In this regard, I have family in Florida. I have family that were Bucks fans. I have a place in Clearwater Beach, which is, you know, one of the suburbs of Tampa. And uh, I've met, you know, Mike Allstott and Michael Pittman and all those guys. And so I, I have to I have to have a soft spot in my heart for the Bucks, even if Tom Brady is the quarterback that I'm sick of. Um, but in this game, I just want to see a good game. Of course, I have no rooting interest at all, really. I just want to see a good game and, and you know, I think it is going to be a good game. I, I think that the Bucks are going to have their hands full. But I think that um, if anybody knows you can't sleep on Tom Brady, it's Andy Reid. I know that for sure. So I, it's going to be an exciting uh, game seven, in two weeks. 713 yeah, is the first area code. 713, got it. Oh, so uh, Icon, now that the season's over, I don't know what you guys are hearing up there in Fogo um, in terms of, you know, local radio and whatnot for you guys. But uh, what are they saying about – the draft position and possibly where uh, your your buddy there from North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, Detroit. Yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're thinking they're thinking Detroit because they just parted ways with Stafford. Do you think that that at, at pick number seven that, that they're going to go that high and grab and grab Lance when there's probably going to be Mac Jones, probably going to have. Kyle Trask probably going to have maybe Zach Wilson available. You think that you think that they'll go in the Trey Lance? Uh, direction well i i well i believe so you know and uh you know ohio state's quarterback justin fields will also be available so uh well maybe i know, mean they're, but, they're saying he might go four. they're saying he might go four to atlanta uh and, and and uh be the successor to matt ryan up there but who knows who knows well yeah but uh you know i um i'm just hoping that wherever trey ends up uh, he'll find a team that will protect him more so than what uh, uh, my buddy Carson Wentz is facing there in Philadelphia. So, um, he, you know, Icon, wouldn't it be an absolute ideal situation for you if he came in 
and it was a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation. And he came in and was drafted by Minnesota and sat for a year or two behind Kirk Cousins and learned from him and then became a, a Vikings quarterback. That'd be amazing for you, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, I love it. Uh, you know, and then pick yeah. up this, though. You know, but the Vikings cool. need a lot more things. They, uh, they need a lot more things than quarterbacks. So that, I don't think they would take a quarterback in the first round. But, yeah. Offensive one, uh, definitely, yes. Well, yeah, I, I think that's oh. their big one uh, for sure. But, but uh, anyway. Yeah, so – it, it is what it is, but uh, yeah. So if you can put the guests in uh, next, yeah, week, I got you. Uh, I got you. Also, I got. What's going on with this Puffamania thing? What's going on with this Puffamania uh, thing? Are you making that special guest appearance anytime soon? Uh, well, I did uh, last. Uh, well, let's see. What was it? Two weekends ago, I was uh, there. The January seventeenth, um, Icon. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I was part of the show. Yeah, but but, uh, but I heard the match got shut down though. I'm talking about you getting in the ring. Well, no, well, um, the the deal is the one gentleman, uh, you know, Matthias and El Matizwal, their match got uh, postponed because, uh, and I want to send a shout out to uh, El Matizwal. Uh, his father is not doing well at all. So. Ah, uh, uh, okay, to, okay, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, he had uh, okay. family issues, so uh, eventually... I, I think we need happen. to set up Icon versus Sylvester Fox and have Granny be the fan on Zoom just talking trash to, to Sly the whole time. Oh, well, you know, we I can talk plenty of trash to Sylvester J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. Well you, know, yeah. well, you know, the thing about Sylvester J. Fox, you know, he, uh, you know, he claims he's not a wrestler, he's just a manager. Well, you know, that that is true, but... Uh, uh, we are. Hey, managers can get bumps just like wrestlers can. I've seen it done many times. So, Sylvester right. J. Fox, if you're listening oh, oh. tonight, if you are out there listening to Grant and you hear Granny's voice, just be forewarned. Managers can get bumped, bumps just like wrestlers can. So you're not. Um, you're not like Superman here. You're not, un, you know, indestructible. You can get bumps just like a wrestler can, and I hope somebody does that to you someday. Just saying. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I, um, <clears throat> I, uh, you know, um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, for those of you who want to check out uh, the icons' uh, little performance at the uh, at Palfamania, you can check out my. Uh, uh, they, they had me do some ring announcing, and uh, uh, it was kind of it was kind of cool. I kind of felt the vibe again to walk out to uh, my theme song again, which was really nice. Um, you know, everybody knows what my theme song is. You know. You know, so oh, well, so your share well, with us, Icon tonight. Who are our guests tonight? All right. Um, well, uh, let's see. Our first guest will be uh, Mr. Star. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna be talking to him. Uh, that'll be interesting. And uh, we are going to have, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, he looks a lot like Tom Selleck. So, uh, Grant, you'll like him. 
guest number two will be Ryan Howells. Uh, the guy is built just like, um, well, uh, I, I guess you could say he's like a uh, big version of, he, he's a rock star that looks just like, he's a cross between Hercules and Chris Jericho. So we're gonna have we're gonna talk to him, and we're gonna have Ragnar. Get this, everybody. We are gonna have Ragnar the Ruthless on the night with us. So uh, we'll see how he uh, how he liked uh, his match here in Puffamania. So um, it'll be great. So maybe we can get the Puffamania guys to call in at one point, but I don't know. So well, we're gonna have a fun show tonight again. So, so Icon, um, let me uh, let me get your guys' take real quick before we get our guests on. Um, because a lot of people have been asking me. Uh, they they know about obviously my uh, it's gonna sound creepy saying it this way, but my my borderline obsession uh, with Alexa Bliss. Um, the, the 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 new transformation of her into Sister Abigail. Uh, do you, do you guys like this this? Well, I was gonna say, do you like this new this new avenue with her, or did you like her as like the bitchy meat girl? It's so stupid. It it really. You think so? And okay. I think I'm. I mean, like last week when she was wrestling Oscar, all of a sudden this image changed, and she had the black. Got this looking lipstick well, on, and they're they're evil. able to do that now. Well, they're able to do that now because they, those particular matches are pre-taped. There's no fans, so they just edit that oh, in yeah. afterwards. Yeah, oh, I so know. so I know. they're not. I know. They're, they're able then, to do but some. Then, yeah, but then she jumped back to her pretty and pink outfit and her big smile, yeah. like oh, you know, so happy, happy, happy. You know, I think it's stupid. I mean. I get the storyline, the Sister Abigail thing. I get that. She's upset because Bray Wyatt, you know, is like he got supposedly set on fire. I get that, but come on. It's just, I mean. Well, I think it's I a little bit deeper go, than I that. I, I think. Go back to being, I wish she would just go back to being a wrestler, you know. So. Well, I think, it's, I think it's a little deeper than that because you, you remember how this all started when Alexa oh, yeah. and – uh, when, when Alexa and Nikki Cross were like besties and they were the tag champs and all that, mm-hmm, and then they had mm-hmm. they had they had they had they had their issue, and Nikki yeah. sort of you know Nikki sort of shoved her, and because Alexa well, Alexa cost her the match, and Nikki kind of shoved yeah. her or whatever, and it was the vulnerability of Mist who was this tough mean bitchy whatever allowing somebody mm-hmm. into her heart and actually caring about somebody, and then that person turned their back on him and she was feeling very vulnerable and whatever and it, it, it was a whole play on the fiend feasting on the weak the weakened mind of Alexa oh, yeah. Bliss and that's, oh, what yeah. whole, that's what the whole let him that's what oh, the whole yeah. let him in thing was. Um, so I think what this is doing is it's setting up a, a comeback story down the road uh for for her to to uh you know have, have some triumphant breaking of this spell type of thing. So I think there's more to it. I, I, I wish they would have done it a little bit less corny, but I think there's more to it. Um, Icon, we do have a 604 number. Up. I don't think that's our guest. We'll find out who it is if you want to put him on the see. Be ready yeah. to edit. Yeah, they're on. What's up? Hey, this is the gorgeous Michelle Star, and you're listening to Attitude Era with the host of Icon, 
the big swing and the granny holster. All right, real quick here, I'm going to I'm going to give you the icon introduction, then we're uh, then we'll talk to you. Okay, one second, ladies and gentlemen, okay, buddy, be... stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, a star is born on Monday night, ladies and gentlemen. I give you Michelle Star. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, good man. How are you guys? I guess you guys I guess I screwed it up a bit there, but hey, we figured it out, man. Well, here's what's going to happen. I'll, when I re-edit the show, I will uh, yeah. just reverse that. Okay, man. Very good. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we're going to have some fun with the interview. So, uh, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Well, hey, I'm, I'm gorgeous Michelle Starr. I started wrestling in March of 1987, so I'm an old-timer. I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. I was trained by Bill Anderson, the same guy to train Sting, Ultimate Warrior, Rad Radford, uh, Strangler Steve the Savo, the Angel of Death, Dave Sheldon, and, and, and many others. I came up to Vancouver in 1988 to wrestle for All-Star Wrestling and made my home here in Vancouver. And from here, I've gone to Japan and Korea and England and Scotland and Mexico and uh, numerous independents throughout the years. And uh, I'm the current uh, promoter for All-Star Wrestling right now. So you know Rick Bassman? Rick Bassman, uh, you know, when I, I met Rick Bassman as a kid, uh, I started the year after those guys. Uh, Rick Bassman brought the Power Team USA guys to uh, train at Red Bastine and Bill Anderson there, and uh, he was uh, hanging around back then, and um, <clears throat> I was trained uh, the, the the next class after that. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Rick Bassman, he's, uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, we had him as a guest <clears throat> on our show, and uh, we know that, uh, you know, we uh, talked a little bit about, uh, you know, him and the Ultimate Warrior and, uh, you know, how he has issues with the Ultimate Warrior and how he has issues with John Cena. But uh, we'll we'll discuss that later. This is your time, so we'll talk about that. Okay. So the first thing is uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then we'll kind of go around the room, kind of do a roundtable, and then we'll come back sure. and I'll ask you the difficult questions. Now, uh, the first thing, and uh, now I'm sure you hear this all the time, so we're going to get it out of the way right now. Your first name is okay. Michelle. That's right. Uh, it's it's obviously not a unisex name, but well, a little back. You want, you want to know how that came how that came about? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I was wrestling in, uh, here in Vancouver, and um, we, the tele- we had a television show here that was filmed in, in Vancouver on, on BC TV called All-Star Wrestling, of course, and it went nationwide. So we, it, it aired in Quebec. The, the promoter at the time, Al Tomka, wanted to uh, insult the uh, Quebec fans because um, I played a, a, an effeminate-type uh, homosexual-type character back then, and Michelle was a guy's name in Quebec, in French. So he wanted to insult the fans, uh, the people of Quebec more, of Montreal and that area like that, and just uh, kind of like give it to him on TV there, have myself play, instead of being me, me a Mike star, I'll be Michelle's star, and I'll play this character, and it will piss the people off who are watching the show in Quebec. And that's so, how, that's uh, how it was know, born. So, you know, in that area, like, Richard is actually Richard, and uh, Gilbert is actually Gilbert. I got it. Uh, and yeah. uh, Roy is Wah. So that's cool. I, I that's like right. that. Uh, so we have our Michelle stars, our guest here. We have, uh, we have 26 minutes. So now, uh, in your tenure in the business, um, you've obviously seen a lot of stuff, um, but how did you uh, get involved in becoming uh, uh, a promoter? 
Well, you know, I always uh, actually, you know, I, I came about and when I first started in California. I, I found a local guy who wanted wanted to run wrestling shows, and I was just training with Bill Anderson. And so uh, this local guy, him and his wife, they they had like a mortgage company, and they wanted to run wrestling shows. So I helped them promote their first few shows in uh, in Carson, California, back at the, at the Simone Hall called the San Marica Hall, actually the same area where uh, some uh, <clears throat> some big famous Simone wrestlers came from back in the day. But um, Yes, I helped them promote shows, and I had I had a wrestling newsletter back then too. I used to have a newsletter called California Wrestling. So I'd, I would report on the wrestling matches. I was breaking into wrestling. So I always had a, a like a, a driver. I wanted to be a promoter, and you know uh, when I came to Canada and uh, wrestling lost its television in, in 1990, and uh, wrestling kind of the local promoter here kind of uh, let it. I thought I'd pick up the pieces and try to run wrestling. So I opened up the West Coast Championship Wrestling first for uh, five years. I was running, uh, you know anywhere from 50 to 100 shows a year. And then I, I sw- after that, I switched over to uh, I sw- switched over to ECCW, Extreme Canadian Championship Wrestling, which I created and I ran for the next 10 years. Uh, and then after that, I uh, got away from that company and I, and I, re- then I re- rebir- uh, gave All-Star Wrestling a rebirth in 2006 and I brought it back. Uh, it was dormant for many years and I brought that brand back because that was the favorite, that was the number one brand in this uh, province and in Western Canada back in the, in the old days. So I've always had a knack to be a promoter, and uh, and I, I, I promoted a lot of shows, just as many shows I wrestled, I promoted. I promoted, uh, oh, I think, I don't know the number, I think maybe about 1,500 shows, maybe possibly or more. I'd have to ask the wrestling historian to, to get the exact number, I guess. <laughs> uh, Michelle Sarge, our guest here, we got about uh, 24 minutes. So now, uh, with your uh, promoting style, are you more like a Vince McMahon that sends the troops out there? Are you a Paul Heyman that, uh, you know, likes to, you know, be involved and uh, be out there in the main thick of it? Or are you more like a Triple H who uh, will screw over somebody if he gets over besides you? No, no, no. I'm always, I've always been involved, right? Like, I, I'm not willing to have someone else do something that I wouldn't do myself. Uh, back when we were doing the hardcore ECW type style, I was doing barbed wire tables, all kinds of blood matches, you know, heavy juice all the time. I would never ask someone to do that if I wouldn't do it myself. Uh, I've never, I, of course, I've been, on, I've been on top and I've been on the bottom. I've been in the middle. I prefer to, I prefer to push somebody else besides myself. But I always have myself ready in case that person quits or 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 falls under or something falls goes wrong. Where I can step in and pick up the pieces, you know, and make sure to, I, you know, I always have the company's uh, best interest in my in my heart and my mind, right? So Michelle says, I guess it's kind of the same line. So when you wrestled. Were you more of a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you more of a feed off of what the crowd thinks you are? You know, I've been a heel since 1987 when I broke into wrestling. Um, I always did the, uh, like, the, the exotic type. When I was a med squad, I did the uh, exotic gimmick, you know, the same thing up here in Canada. And, uh, you know, back in the, in the 80s, people used to, like, they don't, they don't do it now because of, because of political correctness. They used to chant the, the F faggot at me. They used to chant HIV at me. They used to chant AIDS at me. They wish me to die and things like that. I didn't really turn babyface until um, around 2000 when I, when I gimmick naturally turned babyface itself. I didn't try to turn babyface, but the people started getting behind me. They, got, they, they didn't call me those names anymore. They actually cheered me and uh, respected me and got behind me. Like it, was, it was just like the world was changing. I went to Japan for IWA Japan. I, th- I thought I was going as a heel, but I ended up being a baby face there. And the fans were cheering me in Cork and Hall, and it was, they would sing and they would dance me as I made my way to the ring. And so on. So it was weird. It was, I wasn't trying to be a face, but my gimmick naturally progressed to being a baby face. 
Uh, Michelle starts, I guess, here. we got 22 minutes. Well, Granny, it sounds like we could have a little bit of a heel on our hands. What do you have for our guest, Michelle Stark? Go ahead. Well, hello. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan. I'm I'm a huge fan of the sport. I mean, with this gimmick name, everybody thinks that I'm a wrestler, and I'm not. But because I <laughs> I got to tell you about Granny. Granny does not like the heels. I like to talk smack to them, and I could talk some pretty good smack to them when I have to. But I'm glad to hear that you're kind of like went to the baby face side. <laughs> So I won't be so rough on you tonight. Okay. But I guess one of I guess one of my questions to you is, which did you enjoy doing more? Did you enjoy wrestling more, or do you enjoy being the promoter more? You know, I really enjoy wrestling more. If I'm just on a show wrestling for somebody else or a different company, and I just have to go out there and think about my match, and that's all I got to think about is my match and my and my opponent. Or if it's a tag match, my uh, my partner and my two opponents, that's much more easier in my mind. Like when you when you have to like wrestle on a show and promote the show, or actually run the show and book the show too, it's so much stress. It's, uh, it's an unbelievable amount of stress, and you got to make sure everything works smoothly. And hopefully, it, you know, it goes smoothly, and you have a good show. I mean, if, if the angles fall flat at the end of the night, then you had a bad show. You know, you did something wrong. But uh, yeah, I, I would much rather be just be wrestling on a show for sure. Well, see, my my friend, um, I have a friend in Oklahoma that does wrestling shows, independent wrestling shows for kids that have cancer called Wrestling for a Cause. And he is the owner and founder of Wrestling for a Cause, and he is also one of the wrestlers. He is he is over a group of guys that they call the villains, and which I oh. definitely do not like. I definitely do not <laughs> like. My son, on the other hand, my son just had a birthday Saturday. He turned 34. And he's always been a big supporter of the villains, and they've been trying to get Granny to turn heel for the last year and a half, for almost two years. And at the last, not at the last Ryder Cup show, but the one before that, somebody had made a sign and put it on my chair. It said, Reserve for Granny Villain. Because when my son got in the ring with him to take a picture, they're like, okay, everybody, one, two, three, hashtag granny villain, let's make it stick. And they were trying to get me to turn heel for the past two years. And I said, it's not going to happen, boys, so you might as well just give it up because I said, I would break everybody's heart if I turned heel, you know, because they know – that Granny does not like the heels, and I got a funny little story to share with you on that aspect. One of my wrestlers, very good friend. He's, I mean, I'm not related to any of these guys, but they're like part of my family. He got in my right. face one night. He says, "Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home?" I'm 58. Oh. This was about four years ago, so I was 54. And I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I doubled my fist up in his face, and I threw my fist up in his face. I almost hit him in his nose because my fist was so close <laughs> to his face. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. And he ran off screaming like a girl. When he screams, when Fuel screams, he sounds like a girl screaming. Well, that's awesome. So Perfect. But I, 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 love doing, I love doing what I do, and I love – matter of fact, we were at a show Saturday over in Owasso, and I took a poster board, and I had it decorated, and I got a couple birthday cards, and – all the wrestlers, they signed the poster and the birthday cards for my son, and they gave him a free T-shirt, and the villains came out and gave him his stuff at intermission and called him up by the ring, you know, because my son was diagnosed with bipolar disorder at I 11 love years old. So, 
so he's always he's always been um he's always been disabled you know and everything and he's always had a learning disability so it's you know i always like to try to and they, and they love they love Anthony anyways they treat Anthony like he's their kid brother you know that's that's, well, that's what great. i love about these guys it's great that you react to the to the wrestlers the way you do because you know heel heel wrestlers the bad guys the villains they love fan reaction they love interacting with the crowd i mean that helps you know, a fan like you in the crowd that interacts with them the right way and gives them the right response makes their job so much easier that night in the ring so you just keep doing what you're doing don't cheer oh, yeah. them guys you just keep giving them crap the whole time that, that's oh i do i do i mean I, I I do I I I can I can talk some pretty good pretty good smack when I have to to these guys and I love it so. Uh, matter of fact, I, matter of fact I, I got one more thing to say really quick. Icon, uh, my son he has a little service dog named Mysterio. He named he's had him nine years and he named him Mysterio after Ray Mysterio the wrestler. Well, Mysterio mm-hmm. was at the wrestling show with us Saturday night. And he was barking at the bad guys, and he was growling at the bad guys, and they were fighting in the ring, and Mysterio was sitting there because there's one video where you could actually – I'm sitting there holding Mysterio on my lap, and you could actually hear Mysterio barking in the video. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it was kind of fun. It was really fun. So. I haven't seen, I haven't seen too many dogs at wrestling. That's pretty good. Uh, Michelle Starr is our guest here. We got about uh, 17 minutes here with uh, Michelle Starr, so uh, we won't uh, we won't spend a whole lot of time on this because it's depressing in itself. But uh, you know, COVID is obviously a thing going on. And uh, how has uh, COVID affected uh, your promotion? Uh, have you had to blank out the calendar at a certain point? Have you had shows uh, that are uh, rescheduled to uh, a certain point or, or canceled and be rescheduled? Tell us how it's affected what you're doing out there. Well, COVID's done a big number for on us up here. We've definitely done the job to COVID. Uh, our last event that we had was March 7th of 2020. Um, we had to shut down pretty much after that. Um, there were some rules in, in British Columbia where I live where you could run events with 50 people or less. That was counting the wrestlers. Um, so you'd be allowed about, about 30 fans at it. We didn't do any of those events because we don't um, really believe in those small type uh, shows like that, and then, you know, it's kind of a, a waste. Of, and we don't want to put our wrestlers at risk either of, of getting COVID, transmitting COVID, or, or our fans getting sick, or so on right now. Uh, they've, they've made the rules even stricter now up here where we can't, any events, any size are banned right now in British Columbia. So there's been no wrestling in British Columbia at all since the new restrictions happened for any companies. And uh, there's no one in sight to when this restriction might be lifted. Uh, Honestly, we had some shows planned for the fall, last fall, and we thought we had to cancel them, and then we didn't book any more new dates after that. We're hoping to get something going in this fall. I mean, um, we have a, a wide uh, – we have vaccinations going on now. People are getting vaccinated. But until – it looks like about September when the, we will have enough people vaccinated to have the so-called herd immunity up here that they're talking about. So COVID is very uh, – uh, very real. We have, our, our pro- where I live, our province, though, like our restaurants are still open. Our bars are open to a certain time, um, but our movie theaters and any type of type of event type, any church, or all all churches are closed. All this stuff, none of this is happening here in, in British Columbia. Uh, Michelle Starr is our guest here. We got 14 minutes here with uh, Mr. Starr. So, you know, and uh, like I say, that you know, we're not going to touch on it any further than that. But, uh, you know, the 
the whole uh, the whole deal about uh, your your promotion um what um you know and uh, hopefully uh you know you'll be able to uh, you know send us some autographs for some giveaways for our uh, our upcoming uh, deal list that I got uh, in cooking in the back burner here uh and maybe you might be able to hook us up with um some of your wrestlers that are, are in your promotion that might like to be a guest. You have any? Uh, you guys got? You got any wrestlers that have the gift of gab? Oh, definitely, uh, Mr. Beefy Goodness, Vance Nevada. He would definitely love to do this. He's got the the biggest mouth out there for sure. He's a uh, he's also a wrestling historian and actually a member of the Cauley for Alley Club like I am and stuff too. And he's um, he's, uh, he's a good guy. He'd be good. He'd be a good guest for you for sure. Is it? Does he have heelish tendencies? Oh yeah, he's one hundred percent. He, I, I get sending some videos um, of him just going off for sure. I get sending some interviews yeah. All right, and then maybe if you can have him uh, contact me on uh, Facebook, uh, that'd be cool. I will do that. Uh, and I'd love to get him on and let him know that uh, he'll get a collector's uh, card because I know you like yours. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, yep, for those of you, for, lo- for those of you guys who who have not seen Michelle Starr, he he's kind of a cross between John Schneider and Tom Selleck, actually. So he uh, oh, he looks wow. really cool. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope you don't mind that comparison, but to me, everybody looks like somebody else. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. It's awesome. So um, wow. So uh, so we can uh, do this here uh, real quick, and then we'll. Uh, then I'm going to ask you the tougher questions. If our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing. Uh, do you have uh, you got a Facebook? You got Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe? What do you got? Oh, you can go to AllStarWrestling.ca. You can check out our matches right there online. There, you could uh, go to uh, All Star Wrestling on uh, YouTube. You could check me out on Facebook as as Michelle Star on Facebook or on my fan page, Gorgeous Michelle Star. Or, or you can check out our Facebook page for All Star Wrestling, uh, Facebook.com forward slash ASW Canada. So there's lots of places. You can follow me on Twitter at CM Star. Uh, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm very uh, opinionated. I say a lot of things on social media I probably shouldn't say. And uh, I always try to keep myself uh, uh, relevant out there in the world of what's going on for sure. Well, uh, you, like I, I know you mentioned that uh, you know you say stuff on Twitter you shouldn't say. You, you can't be as worse as the former president that this country used to have. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that's that president. You know, he actually, he actually made me vote ahead. this year. I'm an American citizen. I'm an American citizen. I haven't voted in a, in a long time because I'm a citizen of Canada too. And I actually, uh, I actually got my um, my ballot this year from uh, California. And I actually voted to make sure that guy uh, was out of there myself. But let's not get into too much politics. I, you know, I don't know what you, who you guys voted for and stuff, but I definitely going to vote for him. <laughs> you, you didn't vote for him? No, no, no. I did not. I did. Not. I voted for well, Mr. Guess Biden. What? I, I like you even more now. Uh, but we're, like I said, we're not going. We're not going into politics. We don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, I mean, I can hear people clicking off their radios right now. Let's go and click back on. We we got Michelle Starr here. We got about uh, eleven minutes here. Do you have uh, a date for when your next show is, um, if at all? We have no uh, confirmed dates at this time. We do have towns we plan on going to. We have about four or five towns we want to hit right away. But uh, in Chilliwack, Vancouver, Chilliwack, BC, Vancouver, BC, Surrey, BC, and Squamish. But we have no actual dates booked. I mean, we can't even book a date right now because the, the venues won't even consider dates right now because they're all shut down. They're just uh, 
there's so many, especially in the city of Vancouver, we have to go for city licensing, like athletic commission licensing and stuff. So it's going to be, they're going to make it very hard to uh, get relicensed and get things, shows off the ground with, with all these COVID restrictions we'll have in place, right, for sure. Well, the, well, with that being said, then, uh, do, you, uh, do you want to try and, like, branch out and, uh, like, go maybe bring your your um, uh, your federation to America and do shows here? You know, I used to run shows in the United States. When I, when I ran ECCW, which streamed Canadian Championship Wrestling, we were running uh, U.S. and Canadian dates. We would have a Canadian crew and a U.S. crew at the same time in Washington State. So it's not something I haven't done before. It's definitely something I can look at. But Washington State is, is more shut down than anywhere. Like, you can't get – nothing happens in that state right now because of – they have so many uh, COVID restrictions there. It's like, I don't know, man. No, hopefully, uh, once things get back to normal, we could definitely look into that for sure. And, uh, you know, of course, our fans knew this question was coming because it's an ego thing. But uh, if uh, the icon can never get up there when you have a show, do you think maybe you can get them a, a backstage pass to check out the show? I'm sure we could do something like that. You know, we could definitely get you a backstage pass. Yeah. In the old days, we'd probably say, no, you're not going to let you backstage. No, you have to fight your way backstage. The, back, the old guard wouldn't let you in. But I'm sure we, I'm sure nowadays, you know, things have changed, you know, and stuff. We could definitely get you, get you a backstage pass there. And I know that you love to have Granny at ringside. I, I, she would uh, bring some, she would bring the woo to your show. You know what I mean? Now, why do you call her Granny? She said, she said she's only 58 years old. I mean, I, I'm 52, so like, I mean, I, I, that's making me kind of feel like, oh, I should be like Grandpa or something. Like, you know, uh, she's not old enough to be Granny, is she? Uh, granny, do you want to take that? Granny? Oh, she stepped away. <laughs> uh, see, here's the deal. This is supposed to be a three-host show. No, I'm uh, here. Show. I'm here. I'm here. And Let you me... got to answer this question. <clears throat> I know. Well, I had my phone muted for a minute, but um... – Anyways, let me share the this, this story behind Granny Holster. Yes, we do have I'm about seven minutes, so we got to hurry. Okay, it won't take me long. <laughs> I, I had a former co-worker. He knew I loved wrestling, and he says, I'm going to start calling you Granny Holster. And I said, why? He said, because you love wrestling. And I thought, you're absolutely nuts. Well, a friend of mine made me a T-shirt, which I still have, and I've had this gimmick name for <clears throat> probably close to 25 years now. I said, what are you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? And I've been in Arkansas since 1988, and where I live at in Springdale, Arkansas, I've been here since 1999. So it's been close to 25 years. I mean, it's it's getting close there. But anyways, I started wearing that show to independent wrestling shows, and that's basically how Granny Holster got started. I have a very good wrestling buddy over in Oklahoma. He posted something on my Facebook page one day. He says, you know, it's funny when you get a better pop and you're more recognizable than most professional wrestlers. <laughs> there was a federation that ran in Arkansas called Traditional Championship Wrestling, and they did TV tapings, and they still show oh. the old – reruns down in the Little Rock area on TV, and they quit running in 2013 because the last show that they did, Tommy Dreamer used my cane on Matt Riviera during the eight-man elimination tag team match. Took it right out of my hand and used it on Matt Riviera. And you don't stop Tommy Dreamer for taking something out of your hand. Tommy Dreamer's a good friend of mine, actually. You probably might be be sorry afterwards by doing that. (laughs) 
we've had Tommy Dreamer up here many times actually over the years. We, he's been up here a lot, lots for me uh, for All Star Wrestling. So he's a good, he's a good dude. I, I like Tommy Dreamer a lot, and he does. Yeah, he'll do what he wants to do for sure. That's definitely true. Well, next time you talk to Tommy Dreamer, tell him Granny Holster and Anthony and David from Springdale, Arkansas, sends their hellos. <laughs> I miss Tommy. I'll, stop. I'll send him a message and see what he says about that. <laughs> now, awesome. uh, well, let me ask you this. Do you think maybe you can uh, you can get Tommy Dreamer on the show? I think that'd be great. Well, he's pretty busy. He's, you know, he's booking Impact now and stuff. He's doing his he's, – uh, he's on Busted Open Radio, and he's got his own – his own podcast thing too. I mean, I could I can mention it to him, right? Have you have you, tried, have you approached him before yourself, or? Well, yeah, it's just that I've uh, uh, everybody that sent me contact information for him uh, is either sent me the wrong contact information, or I've never got a response. Yeah, well, he's got a Facebook page. He doesn't have a personal Facebook account. But he's got the he's got the fan page. You could probably send shoot him a message in there. Probably you might see it there. I'll, I can send him a I can send him a test to see what he says, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I we we would appreciate that. Um, sure. So uh, we have uh, we have Michelle Starr as our guest here. We have uh, we have about five minutes here left with Michelle. So uh, what um, what uh, what are your plans then? Uh, you know, once this COVID crap is out of here. What is your what is your plan on uh, your company? Uh, you uh, you plan on uh, uh, going international, or you just want to stay uh, around the area there? Well, first of all, it's going to reestablish here in the Vancouver market. You know, because that's our number one market here. You just reestablish the fans. It's almost going to be like starting over again because we, you know, we don't have a television show where our, we're basically based on social media and stuff. We, you know, Twitch and Facebook and all those things like that. And, and and Twitter and stuff. So we have a loyal fan base, but we might have lost that fan base with the year shutdown. So we'll have to go out there and recreate our fan base in our, in our main markets and then go from there. We, we, we definitely have plans and our, our, our dreams of uh, taking us back on the road and touring the, touring the province and the, a lot of towns up north here to go to and stuff. They haven't had wrestling in many years. And it's something that we're definitely looking forward to doing, but we got to make sure we can they do it. Uh, we have a very tough um, provincial health officer here right now, and it's not letting anything happen. So uh, we're just, it's just a waiting game. We're, we're ready. We have lots of interviews and uh, promos in the can that we taped already before. And uh, like I said, I'll send you some of those. And uh, then we're gonna, we'll start re, uh, re-airing again once we get close to starting back up again. And uh, go from there. Hopefully we'll get it going. Hopefully we'll get a show in this year. Hopefully that's what I'm hoping for. 2021, let's get a show back. I, I, not, I, saw, you know, I think I saw on your Facebook you went to a show recently this past weekend or something. There was a show down there in, uh, where you're at. Are you in North Dakota or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fargo. Yeah, uh, uh, Pubmania, uh, the Whiteout show. Um, I do a, I do audio commentary for those guys, and I do some ring announcing, and you know, uh, um, you know, not to put myself over here, but I like to do that. Uh, you know, if there's a, a sporting event or a team involved in Fargo, you can pretty much guarantee that the icon, uh, they'll have the icon involved. Some, whether it be the NDSU Bison, the FM Redhawks, the Fargo Invaders, the Fargo Force, uh, the uh, FMBs, uh, the Fargo South Bruins, you name it, the icon, the icon has been involved, uh, you know. And then, and like I say, not like I'm trying to put myself over like the heel would, but uh, I've always told people if you hire the icon, you, you've hired gold, and he gets nothing but a hundred and. 92% in everything he does, kind of like what I did with this show here. You know, I started out as a guy that just called in, and then I became 
what I am now, the executive producer and getting guests and, you know, meeting people and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a fun thing, you know. You know, I would eventually like to get you down here to North Dakota. I think that would be cool. I don't know if, you, uh, if you'll still be willing to step in the ring, but uh, I got a guy that I can have you uh, face off uh, and uh, uh, get some revenge for me and Granny. His name is Sylvester J. Fox. And uh, oh, I thought, uh, I'll, I'll have to look him up, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, he he carries around. Uh, he uh, he has these uh, two dollar suits, and um, oh, uh, he wears a tie that looks like he shot the couch. And he has a golf. He he carries golf clubs. I'd like to tell him where to stick every one of them. But uh, you know, <laughs> that it is what it is. But uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, Michelle, we. Uh, we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule tonight with us. Uh, and we would love to have you back on again. We want you to keep us posted when your next show is. We'd love to promote the hell out of it when you, when it does go. And uh, stay in contact with me. Uh, I sent you an autograph, uh, an address. If you could send us some autographs, we'd appreciate anything you can do. Yes, yes. And you're awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being on. If you guys can support the Cauliflower Alley Club, you know what? Uh, it's a great group for a benevolent group for wrestlers who are in need and stuff like that. Go to cauliflowerrallyclub.org and uh, you can get a membership there, you know, like a yearly membership or an annual membership or make a, make a donation. That'd be great. You know, that's how, that's where one, the main reason I do these interviews is to go out and promote the cauliflower rally club. And it's a great group, a great organization that helps wrestlers in need in, in the time of need. Right. So well, cauliflower rally club. I have, a lot, I have a lot of friends that go there every year and that's on granny's bucket list to come to, uh, Cauliflower Alley Club one year. I I would I want to become a member. I eventually want to become a member. I'd like to become a member of it, and I'm working on that. But that's on Granny's bucket list because I have a lot of friends that go there every year when you know when they have. It. Of course, they had to cancel it last year, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I I would love to. I would love to go because I would love to meet Brian Blair. I love Brian Blair. He's absolutely awesome. I absolutely love that man. He's fantastic, and I would really like guy, to get yeah. to meet him personally. Awesome. That'd be great. You know, you don't have to attend to be a member. You could just sign up, You give your 25 bucks, and you get, you get, your, mm-hmm. you get your newsletters every year. They they put out like four four or five newsletters a year. It's a color, full color. So I mean, oh, yeah. you can support the club that way, too. Yeah, but I would I would still like to be able to come to La- I I went I was in Las Vegas in 2019 uh for our Moose convention and I didn't get to see a lot of it because I was, you know, in meetings the whole time and everything, but I'd like to go back to Vegas just take my husband and my son with me just make a family vacation out of it and I would love to be able to take them to the Cauliflower Alley Club too. So we're working on that. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Have a great night, buddy. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye now. All right. So we're just waiting for our next guest. Hopefully Big Swing is watching the board. Um, you know, um, we shall see. So hopefully. Uh, uh, Big Swing, if you can hear me, uh, 219 is our next guest. <clears throat> Big swing. That was a really fun interview. So uh, Icon, we do. I just popped in here for a minute. Uh, we do have a two one nine on. So I'm gonna put him yep, through. That's him. Yep, that's him. Can you put him on? Yeah, it's on you. You're good. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, he is the big blonde man on campus. He is the reason why all opponents run from the ring when he steps through the ropes. Ladies and gentlemen, a guy that would give Thor a run for his money, he is Ryan Powell. Hey. Ow. Thor ain't got nothing on my guitar. How you doing, Ryan? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. And, uh, if you want to go ahead with that line real quick, then we'll uh, have some fun with you. You got it. Well, hey, this is Ryan Howe, Wrestling's rock star. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and that damn granny holster. <laughs> awesome. Now, uh, Ryan, I uh, for those of you guys who've never seen Ryan uh, – before now, I hope you don't get upset with this comparison, but he's a, he's a cross between Thor and Chris Jericho. He, he's got <laughs> he's got the he's got the muscles of Thor and the looks of Chris Jericho. Man, he's an awesome guy. So, how you doing, Ryan? I'm great, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. So here's what we're gonna do. I have you give us a little background about yourself, and then we're gonna have some mm-hmm. fun with you, uh, and uh, we'll do the interview. So, go ahead. All right. Uh, well, wrestling history. Uh, I got started on uh, WWE Tough Enough, uh, the season five, 2011. Uh, that was one with Steve Austin training us and Bill DeMott, Booker T, Trish. Um, moved on. I uh, went down, at, uh, you know, in Florida for a while, and then and then came back up to uh, Ohio Valley, uh, OVW in Louisville. Got involved with TNA, did the gut check series there back around 2013, 14, and uh, really just run around, done the indies, played in the Velcro Pygmies, and like doing the music on the side uh, for, you know, on and off the past 10 years. And, uh, you know, back doing the Ohio Valley thing still, uh, weekly TVs there and, and independents. And, and uh, you know, uh, with the exception of this year, been quite a bit of uh, international traveling and wrestling promotions and been uh, very fortunate, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, experience and cool people and good shows, good matches, you know, the whole deal. Now, Ryan, you'll probably think that uh, I'm just saying this, but I thought you should have won tough enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, everything, everything happens for a reason, you know, it was uh, just not, not meant to be. You know, but uh, definitely learned a lot since then. Just that experience alone, you know, you kind of look at things totally different. You, you know, in the, the you know the cool thing is you're actually the second uh, 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 contestant from uh, Tough Enough that's been on our show. Our first one was Daniel Pewter, who uh, uh-huh. who uh, knocked out uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah, it was yeah 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 it was Kurt Angle right yeah yeah <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, it's, it's uh, kind of cool. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember they told you know, winning or not or all that aside, they they told us. Uh, I think it was I think it was Bill um, that said it, but he goes he goes all of your lives are going to change after this, you know, and the way you look at life is going to change, and that always kind of stuck with me because, you know, you you end up going off and doing your thing, and and uh, you know whether it was the you know, uh, like the wrestling experience and, and then in the stuff in and out of the ring. And then you meet people like, you know, 
you know, as the years went on, I'd run into old tough enough guys or guys from other reality shows, uh, you know, going down to Florida, working with some of the guys that you idolized growing up. Um, you know, it, it's just a totally different, uh, different angle. See, I mean, very grateful for all that, you know? Well, you know, the, the other cool thing is, uh, you know, you know, you, they mentioned that your life is going to change. I mean, look at this. You are, uh, right now on the number one podcast in the history of the country of Vietnam and South America. Think about that. <laughs> well, see, they just keep throwing <laughs> surprises at you, right? <laughs> so all uh, I hope for, I wish well, I knew yeah, Vietnamese. So, <laughs> well, there you go. So, uh, you're, uh, so in your tenure in the business, you know, you've obviously seen a lot of stuff since uh, tough enough, but, when you uh, when you go to different promotions, uh, do do people recognize you from Tough Enough? And you say, "Hey, I was on Tough Enough," or you, you just like like not try and use that? You know, I I never throw it out there. Really, I mean, it's it's uh, I was kind of guilty coming off of the show not using it to the full advantage. Like obviously, that's that's how you get booked, you know, and that's that's what would sell tickets because people had just seen it on you know on on TV and fresh in their mind and you know world kind of gets introduced to you but but you know nowadays it's, you kind of go and you know honestly after just kind of on the grind for I mean god I've been it's I think it's 12 years now um you know doing the wrestling thing there's so many people and, and faces it's just amazing that the people that you see you might not see them for eight nine ten years and then they just pop up and uh between that and going places I never felt the need to you know remind or say anybody and and I'm actually uh very surprised like especially uh, you know like Ohio Valley for example I'll go there and a lot of young guys coming up and that makes me feel a little bit old but some of them that are that are doing great like uh, there's a guy AJZ Dustin Jackson you know a handful there and they're like man when we were kids we were watching you on Tough Enough and it makes you feel old but it's kind of cool to, to think of it that way you know that you kind of influence somebody like that so so when you're uh we have uh we have uh, Mr. Howell as our guest here. Uh, we uh, we have about uh, 22 minutes here with Ryan. Uh, so when you wrestle, would you consider yourself to be a, uh, a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio, a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart, or are you more of an ass kicker like Stone Cold Steve Austin because of your look? Yeah, you know, I'd say between uh, – I always say an in-betweener, you know, I do what I got to do. So, I mean, I, I, you know, in the back, in the past, the high flying and stuff, uh, you know, of course you learn to do a lot of that. I always enjoyed it. And uh, if I get in there with a guy my size, we'll flip around and do some stuff. And, but other times, whatever's there's there, you know, being an ass kicker, you got to do it. And uh, of course, learning from, from like Austin and those guys, it's just uh, bringing out what's in you. So, you know, whatever you're feeling, but uh, I definitely have to be well-rounded to do it all, especially, you know, you know, going back to the international traveling and that you, you have to be technically, some of these guys don't, don't speak your language. You know, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're just, I mean, you're literally just putting on doing, you know, you're, you're wrestling, you've got to, and uh, you got to know a little bit of all of it. So, but I bounce around. And uh, so, and with that, on that same note, do uh, you consider yourself to be a uh, baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you more what of a crowd guy, which crowd thinks you are? You know, it, it strictly, 
I guess off the crowd, you know, it's a theatrical art. If they don't like me, they don't like me, you know, and, and that means I'm not going to like them back, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you can't, you know, beg for somebody's affection there. And likewise, you know, if they like you and you didn't expect them to. So it's a great example of like, you know, pro wrestling, what it, what should be is, is whatever's there. You know, you go out there, you might think baby face and heel and this and that, but you get out there and they can't stand you better go with that because they paid a ticket to boo you, you know? <laughs> so. Well, with that being said, Granny, we may have a possible heel. What do you have for our guests? We have Ryan Howell. We got 20 minutes. Go ahead, Granny. Well, first of all, I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a big fan, and, you know, the gimmick name throws a lot of people off. But Granny does not like the heels. So I would, if you were being a heel one night and I was in the crowd, I would probably have lots of fun talking some smack to you. Now, I have been told to sit down and shut up before I break a hip. I have been told I have I have been at told by one wrestler. He says, "Well, why don't you get in this ring, Granny, and show me what you got?" And I said, "Well, why don't you come down here? That is, if you think you're man enough and get in my face and tell me to sit down and shut up. And I don't think you're man enough to do it. That's just a few little." tidbits out there i had one wrestler tell me one night he said Did not, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home and i grabbed my keys out of my purse i said baby i don't need no curfew i got keys to the building and he ran off screaming so man <laughs> i tell you what if that was the case and i and you were hating on me i would step up on the chair next to you every chance i got and shake my booty as best i can and drive you absolutely insane so you wanted to run out of that building and then i'd try to ask you on a date How's that? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There we go. There we go. Well, yeah. first of all, Granny, I, I remember. Granny, he doesn't have he doesn't have one hell of a booty. I've seen it. <laughs> Deep well, squats, Granny. Deep squats. I, re, I, I, rem, I remember seeing him on Tough Enough. And, you know, and I wanted to share a little story with you all real quick before I ask my question. I have a very good wrestling friend that I've known for many years. He actually got to be on when he mentioned when he mentioned Steve Austin. I act, he actually got to be on the first season of Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge. Now he didn't make it out of the first round, but he said the weeks that he was out there filming that. He could not mm-hmm. tell his wife where he was at. I mean, he just had everything was so hush-hush. I mean, you know, he could call her once in a while, but he really couldn't tell her anything that they were doing. And then he, we got to have a big watch party with him up in Joplin, Missouri, where he lives up near Joplin. And we at Buffalo mm-hmm. Wild Wings, he did a great big watch party one night when that episode aired. And that was a big oh. thrill for, for Barry. Yeah. I mean, he was really... Even though he didn't make it out of the first round, he said it was a real privilege and an honor to get to be a part of something like that, you know. So yeah. I guess yeah, one definitely. of my questions – go ahead. No, 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 you go. No, 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 go ahead. I wanted to hear your story, they, so go they, ahead. I think they call that being sequestered. Uh, it's, 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 I, I had no idea what to expect going to a reality show, you know, They and it's kind of, it's kind of a uh, – kind of a tease because it's it's generally you know you're like i think we flew out to la and we were there for almost a month during the the casting and the final like the process of going through all the evaluations and you know physical stuff and psychological stuff you can handle it and whatever and uh 
but they, I mean, you're in this really nice hotel. We were in downtown LA, but you, I, I don't think we were allowed to leave, but like, I want to say we were there for two, maybe three weeks and you were alone in a room. They took your key. Uh, you know, it was, it, it was like maybe once a day you went out in groups to go to the gym, couldn't look at the other people, like the contestants. It's, it's so I wonder how long, uh, your, your friend had been sequestered for, for the broken skull. If it was, if it was that kind of length of time or, or less. It was several, um, it was, se- it was several weeks because he, you know, he had posted, he said, I'm going on a little adventure. Can't give a lot of details right now. And, you know, but and then everybody was just so supportive of him. But it was like, I want to say it was like he was out there. Oh my gosh, he was probably out there two or three months, maybe. I mean, he it was it was it was yeah. quite a while that he was out there. And like I said, he could call his wife occasionally, but he couldn't really tell her, you know, what they were doing, you know, and everything. And you know, he just and. um it was just a really neat experience to see him, to see him on that on that kind of you know kind of show. Because like I said, I've known Barry for gosh probably close well ever since I've lived in Arkansas, and I've been in Arkansas since 1988. And where I live at now in Springdale, Arkansas, I'm, I moved to Springdale, Arkansas in 1999. So I've been you know I've been here in Arkansas a while, but I've known him for since. Uh, Ninety nine, two thousand is when I met Barry. So you know, probably close to twenty years. You know, I, I've known him you know, a little over twenty years. So I mean, yeah, it was. But I guess my question to you is, what out of out of all your matches that you had done in your career and everything, what was one of your most challenging matches, and who was it against? Hmm. I would say. You know what? I know uh, it was against Rob Conway, and it was at... I know Rob. Um, I know Rob Conway. You know Rob? I know him quite Rob, well. Yes, I do. Rob's incredible. Rob... Uh, yes, he is. The reason it was, it was challenging was uh, he... We did... I had just won my first championship, like the, the heavyweight at, at OVW in Louisville, and this was around... I think this was 2015. And... He came in. I want to say that. I mean, it wasn't but the 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 next TV after the after the SNS that I the, you know pay per view that I gotten it at, and uh, so before I know it, I got some you know I got Rob coming in there who's he's been around you know, and uh, and he's going in saying hey I want to I want a shot at this kid for the title he doesn't you know I've I've been here and you know I'm an original here and all this stuff and uh, so we went out and had I mean it was a hell of a main event and. <clears throat> Uh, and of course it built, uh, he ended up stealing it and, and getting it. And, uh, so that built to, you know, the next, the next pay-per-view event. Well, you know, we had such a, a great, the TV match was just, I mean, it was just nonstop and it just went and went, you know, and, and, uh, he, he even says it was one of the best, you know, recent ones he, he had. Um, and during that, I want to say it was a week a week after that match, he was wrestling somewhere and tore his hamstring really bad. And uh, I think he was getting ready for a bodybuilding show, actually. So he was probably, if I'm not mistaken, he was in great shape, but he was like, man, I was dehydrated. I tore my, my leg, you know, or whatever he said. It was a pretty nasty injury. So he shows up 
to this, you know, we build this this pay per view up, and a few weeks later, he's still he can hardly walk. And he's got to go out there and do this thing. So um, he was able to. Uh, he had like an entourage with him and stuff, and it was it, it, to work around that and put on like this, this build up of this main event that just took you know a month to build and deliver and uh, and have that energy in that. You know, he brought it and, and, and working in that, you know, that kind of, that was new for me to work, uh, you know, to deliver a, you know, main event quality heavyweight title match. And then of course I won it back and, and, uh, and it really, you know, it just was one of those ones you walk away from and go, yeah, that was, everybody got their money's worth tonight, you know, and it was that's, a good feeling. That's awesome. Now, do you yeah. still wrestle for OVW? I do. Yeah. I took a, this past, uh, I want to say the, the last, up until uh, this past six months maybe, but but the, the previous year I kind of took took off full time from there. I you know I just kind of sprinkle in a show here and there, and um, and I started up like a, a t-shirt company and and gotten gone back to doing a little bit of music and, and doing some more training and, and independent shows. But uh, I, I just in the past six months got back in the full swing of it. They've got a great TV deal now. Al Snow's running it. Um, and in fact, they just got mm-hmm. two new uh, two DJs bought in as, an, as uh, you know majority share in the company. So they've had a, just in the past couple months, they've had a big change. Um, I, I want to say they've got got a. I want to say it was six six million or I mean with the Roku channels and that they've got a pretty big viewing range now. So that's a great little weekly stop for me. It's not too. I live in uh, Evansville right now. Um, Indiana, Southern Indiana. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a bad drive for me every week to make it. And uh, and they're uh, yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good deal. So they got a lot going on over there. Now uh, I have well, a very good friend that's a wrestler, and I think he actually made his debut there, or he was going there to start wrestling. Um, he used to go by the name of Dusty Gold, but now he goes by the name of Xander Gold. Xander Gold. I don't, hmm. I, I don't I know if you long, know that name or not. That sounds really but how I think, long ago would that I think been? when he when he first when he first went there to start wrestling for them, I think he was still going by the name of Dusty because he's mm-hmm. from Ar- he's from Springdale, Arkansas, where I live. I mean. He's from uh, my town where I live, and because they do a, a local federation here, and he used to be their head trainer uh, until he got involved with OVW, and um, he's been traveling a lot, uh, wrestling for SOAR Championship Wrestling down in Texas, and I think he's had some things even on AEW, some dark matches even on AEW. Um, I think he has, you know, as Xander Gold. So, but I think hmm. OVW was the one that he. He was go- went planning on being a part of. I'll have to stop a second. See, I wonder what what uh, what year, or what time range that would have been that he went there. If I was, uh, if I was, cause I no, it was pretty. It time. was it was like I think it was like last year before the pandemic started. Okay, then it might have been that might have been in that little year that I was kind of like I said I was kind of jumping mm-hmm. in here yeah. and there, but I didn't mm-hmm. get to know. I noticed when I came back this time, there was a lot of new faces, like. A lot of the regulars that I knew have, you know, they've gone back down to Tampa, and you know, the old, the old Impact guys. Mm-hmm, like uh, mm-hmm. last run I did there, it was, you know, they had um, 
like Rob Terry was still there and Spud, who's now he's got his great. Yeah, I was actually tagging with Spud, and we had a tag team double platinum. And uh, and of course he he ended up becoming Drake Maverick and going down for um, he's doing great stuff at NXT now. So I'm happy for him, you know. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's, it's one one great thing about wrestling is it's such a it's such a gateway career whether you stick with it or go on to other things. And to, to see the people that you've met and worked with and where they end up, uh, you know, in the past ten years and where you could think they'd be ten years from now. Uh, and it's, you always have that bond. You know, you always you never miss a beat when you see them, and uh, it's kind of cool to see. You know, uh, Ryan Hauser um, here. We got about we got about eight minutes here left with Ryan. Uh, uh, Ryan, real quick here so we can uh, get this in, and then I'm going to ask you some tougher questions here. Uh, yep. Uh, if our fans want to check you out and see, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, what do you got? <laughs> All of the above, right? I actually, GoFundMe might not be a bad idea. <laughs> Start plugging them on these podcasts. Uh, but, no, they uh, – they, uh, I've got everything's under uh, How Man now, so I've, I've kind of been leaning more towards the uh, the He Man, uh, my my childhood hero there. Uh, so, uh, so we've got so How Man H O W E M A N, um, and that'd be under the Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram would be at How Man. I think it's How Man eighty seven, and then uh, and then Twitter as well is under How Man. So. All those social you know, media I, accounts. You know, I actually, I actually feel like a dink now because you do look like He Man. He He Man was my <laughs> hero when I was a kid. I, I, I man, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm sorry I insulted you by calling you Thor, man. Uh, he Man oh, is it? That's it. I'm telling. We actually was just in uh we were in Knoxville uh, this weekend, and I go out and I forgot. I mean, it, it just was. I would tell you in the past two years probably. I, I've, I've gotten more freaking He-Man chance, and I said, you know what? That's that was my favorite. Still to this day, it's my favorite. That the, the Dolph Lundgren movie is my favorite movie, and uh, oh, mine too. <laughs> oh, it's incredible, isn't it? And uh, I mean, and they, uh, you know, I, I once that started, I said, you know, you just got to roll with some things, and uh, and it's it's near and dear to my heart too. So you can't. You can't do something that you don't enjoy, you know, and that's just something that's a big part of me. So, uh, and in fact, it inspired. We we've been doing this. Um, uh, this it, it's under Lionheart, but customs, and and we started up kind of a gear making company of, along with uh, screen printing, and then our own T-shirts that go in like gyms and stuff with more, you know, motivational kind of uh, move mountains type things, you know, and it all kind of goes along with the lines of, uh, I don't remember the He-Man show, but they always have their morals at the end of the cartoon, you know, the speech. Yep, yep, uh, yep. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a more of a, a PG-13 version of that, you know, a little more uh, modern. So, but yeah, so anybody who wants to check it out, How Man, and, and of course my name just Ryan, and then and then uh, How H-O-W-E, Google all that stuff, and you'll see where I'm at, what's going on, and Shows coming up and and all that good stuff. Well, speaking of that, we have Ryan House, our guest here. We got about five minutes left here. Um, when is when is your next show? Do you know when it is, where it is, and who you might be facing, or is uh, COVID blanked out your calendar to some point? Uh, I uh, next show. The, the good thing is uh, every week I, I can I can count on Ohio Valley. That's been running strong since all this and through all this. 
So uh, I'll be there. That's live every Tuesday in Louisville. So I'll be going there tomorrow. And I've been uh, working working a program with this uh, AJZ, the newer newer uh, younger guy. They're really you know great talent in shape. You know, a little bit arrogant, but it is what it is. So we 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 work out our differences there, but it's working well. And uh, I was tagging for a while with uh, another new guy, Dustin Jackson. A lot of really good young, you know, just young talent, lots of charisma there. A lot of huge spread of just, you know, characters and, and uh, dynamic and, you know, just fun stuff going on. Uh, a lot of flavors of ice cream going on, you know. So it's definitely worth checking out. And that's a good place to catch me if, if you need – I'm – always there every week so it's a good place to catch me if you need to keep up and doing the tv or or their second shows overdrive i'll do that too so well you know we also hope that maybe uh you might be able to send us some uh, giveaways to our fans uh we got we got a deal going on now um uh, anybody listening right now uh that has not uh liked our page uh if you uh, go to our page off the ropes on facebook uh, uh if you like it in the next week from now until our next show I'm going to pick out some people to win some autographs for our guest tonight, and hopefully you might be able to send us a few. I sure can. I can definitely do that. And uh, maybe you can and hook I'll us up you. with uh, your tag team partners. I think that'd be awesome. That would be great. Yeah, and, and uh, I'll tell you what, I uh, we could definitely do that. And I'll tell you, if you pick, uh, I can send you out some you you guys do that, get on that page and like it, and I'll get out there and uh, send you some 8x10s. And if you guys want, you pick We'll say pick uh pick a top person on there like a final draft and I'll send a, a Lionheart shirt autographed out to him as well. So Oh, sounds good. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and pick one yeah. for that. We'll get and just get a shirt size and I'll send it out to him and I'll personalize it the whole deal. So Uh unfortunately we only have about uh, three minutes here left with you. Uh I was uh I know that uh you also got uh some rock star tendencies. I was gonna talk to you about that, but uh maybe uh, we can have you on again, and we could uh, talk a little more about that. Yeah, that would be great. You know, uh, I'll wrap it up real quick. Fun fact, but you know, I played in the Velcro Pygmies for several several years, uh, which was like an '80s band. That's actually how I got into uh, wrestling, and uh, by just meeting wrestlers. And uh, over the years, I've done a few guys theme songs, some on TV now, and um, some some that were you know in the past. And right now, like Ohio Valley. Uh, their weekly TV song and then their their pay per view song. I wrote, recorded drums, sang the whole deal on them. Um, a lot of you know I don't ever really tell people like too much that, but it's kind of cool to throw out there as just small little facts. But yeah, I still keep very active with the music and all that. Like the guitar is kind of that's uh, that's a big part of me in my life, and that's that's something I brought to the ring when I first started because that's that's who I am, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, real quick here. I know it would be a waste off, you know, because we got guest booked from now until uh, 2022, but I'm going to ask you this. Can we have you back on, um, let's see, our next opening, because uh, I always try and uh, leave a, um, a um, uh, time open uh, during the month. Can we have you back on September 6th at uh, 10, 15 p.m., and we'll have you on for a longer time? Sure, certainly, yeah. September sixth. I'll, uh, yeah, we could write. The, I'll jot that down, and and uh, you guys just shoot me some reminders, and we'll make it happen. I'll look forward to it. Right, and I'll I'll send you a reminder. You know, like I did here. You know, week before and the day of, and I hope you don't. Uh, hope you don't mind the countdowns, but uh, that comes from our executive producer, and uh, I will uh, 
Uh, I apologize in advance if you got sick of those. <laughs> just, no, no, it, it, was, it was much more, uh, it seemed very, uh, it's much easier to, to keep track of and know what was going on. God, God knows I need a reminder. And you tell Granny, I'll have a, I'll work on one hell of a heel promo for her between now and September 6th. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> I can't I'll wait. I'll have a whole monologue. I'll have a screen reader and everything set up here. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, uh, you know what, Ryan? Uh, we we appreciate uh, all you do, and um, uh, we can't wait to have you on. Uh, uh, you know, um, you know when you think about it, September will be here before we know it. Uh, uh, we know that 2020 won't be as bad as 2021, but uh, uh, I just got one one question here for you, real quick. Here, uh, you said you met your in Evansville, Indiana, correct? Yes. Now, do you do they still have that radio station out there, The Point? Um, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. Um, I got a good I got a good buddy out here. Uh, uh, uh part of the Ben and Jim show. They used to have a, a morning show out there on uh, in Evansville on uh, The Point. Hmm. I wonder. And, and I think who, who was it that had it? I think it's WSBO The Point, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. And what were the what were the DJs that had the show? Ben and Jim, the Ben and Jim show. Ben and Jim show. I, you know, I haven't heard. I'll have to check it out and see. When you guys when we get back in September, I'll let you know if because uh, I need to. I, I heard. I, I'm actually pretty new to here. I've got a little three year old son here, so I kind of moved here for him and and uh, getting settled in. So I haven't I haven't done much of the radio station. Yeah, this this era we live in, I haven't had much uh, radio stations. Been a lot of Spotify and podcasts. So. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, we, we appreciate all you do, and uh, we can't wait to have you on in September. And uh, I sent you uh, an address where to send the autographs, and uh, I'll let you know uh, who the winner is for the shirt, and then we uh, we can go from there. And you're awesome, and uh, we can't wait to have you back on again. You got it, guys. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, the <laughs> he-man himself, Ryan Howell, who tells us how to do it. There we go. So, uh I do understand that our next guest is on, and hopefully Big Swing is monitoring the board. Uh, so uh, we will. Uh, uh, yeah, we do have the nine the nine two zero on, so I'll put, I'll put them through right now. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, he is the man that they named the ruthless aggression after. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man beast himself. He is the Ruthless. Hey, this is Ragnar the Ruthless. You're listening to the Attitude Era, live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. How are you, man? Oh, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, uh, unfortunately, our, uh, our, um, our one guest uh, had some family issues. They weren't able to be on with us, and... Uh, uh, I'm glad that uh, you were able to uh, come on with us. Uh, I was going to have you All on right. in September, but I figured, what the hell? You're such a great wrestler, I couldn't wait. So we're here with you. <laughs> well, thank so, you. I appreciate uh, you having having me, having me on. Uh, this is actually my first time doing this, so I'm pretty excited. And it's not going to be your last because uh, we're 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 uh, we're going to have a great relationship with you. But 
here's what we're going to do. If you give us a little background about yourself, and now I'll ask you a few questions, then we'll throw it over a round table, and then we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the tough questions. So give us a little background. Uh, for, for sure, for sure. Uh, born in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, I trained at the Dojo of Pain uh, by Shane Hills out here in uh, the area. He's trained pretty much everybody in the Wisconsin area. He, uh, there's not a show you can go to here where someone isn't trained by Shane Hills. So I did, uh, I still do training every Sunday. Um, got into it. Because I had a lot of uh, a lot of anger issues, I always wanted to be a wrestler, so I decided to jump in head first, and I haven't looked back since. That's that's awesome. Uh, now, um, and, uh, we're we're gonna cover we're gonna cover a lot of uh, uh, aspects in the uh, in the next thirty five minutes. We have uh, Ragnar the Ruthless. So, uh, you know, uh, you're you. Uh, you know, you mentioned you're from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and that's obviously Packer territory. And uh, Ragnar <laughs> is more of a Ragnar is more of a Viking name. So tell us how that came about. Uh, I'm actually a Lions fan, believe it or not. Um, the Ragnar well, now name. You know, now you know why you get beat <laughs> in Green Bay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, of course. Uh, <laughs> No, I've been a diehard Lions fan since I was like three years old. My uh, family's all from Upper Michigan. I'm actually uh, Finnish, so the Ragnar name came from kind of like my history, where my family's from, uh, my religion. Uh, I'm Norse pagan, so uh, and everybody said I looked like Ragnar from Vikings. So I was like, the hell with it. I'm just gonna go with that. That's awesome. And uh, real quick here, this is a wrestling show in this short time, but uh, I, I do have some good news for you. You know, the Detroit Lions just got rid of Stafford. Uh, yeah. North Dakota State has a quarterback that's entering the draft. This room that he's going to go to Detroit, his name is Trey Lance. So be watching for that. Oh, I'll have to then. Yeah, I'm, I am I don't know. It's mixed feelings about it. Uh, he did good, but he hasn't done good enough. So... <laughs> You know, and uh, speaking of North Dakota, uh, you were here recently, were you not? Yes, uh, Puffamania, uh, me and a good close friend of mine, uh, Aaron Arsenal. Uh, I trained with him. I graduated with him. Uh, we travel all over and do stuff together. Um, came out there, and we beat down Northern Force uh, for their first match, so that was fun. And... Uh, you know, uh, you, it was it was a great match. Uh, you know, I don't know if you were aware, well, you probably were, but you know, the icon was doing commentary on that match. Oh, was he? Yes, he was. As a matter of fact, and uh, uh, um, for some reason, he kept on referring to you as the man beast. The man beast. I like that. I, I am a hairy man beast. I will admit. <laughs> so now, when you uh, with your wrestling style. Uh, are you more of a, uh, in now I've seen you wrestle. So, uh, this is for our fans. Uh, are you more of a technical wrestler, like a Bret Hart? Are you more of a high flyer, like a Ray Mysterio? You're more just like an ass kicker, like a stone cold Steve Austin. Uh, I, I dabble pretty much with the stone cold ass kicker, but I like to, uh, I like to also like do some high flying, um, 
you know, I, I like to do some cannonballs and some stuff off the top rope sometimes here and there. So and that's it's, awesome. it's a mixture. Now, it's uh, a mixture of different things. You know, and with your name and your persona, would you consider yourself to be more of a, a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you more of a crowd reaction guy? Uh, In-between. I mean, I, I love – I do this mainly because I, I do it for the fans. I do it for myself also, also, of course, but I love getting that crowd reaction, you know, whether it's one big move or it's uh, – something dirty or it's something big powerhouse or something like that. I, I love getting the reaction from the fans and the, uh, the joy of entertaining the fans. So it's, it's, it's pretty much whatever they want me to be. If they want me to be, you know, the bad guy, I can be the bad guy, of course. But if they want me to be the guy who's hyping up and getting the crowd going and stuff like that, that's, that's where I mostly feel most comfortable is I love it getting the crowd going. Uh, Ragnar the Ruthers is our guest here. We've got uh, 31 minutes here with Ragnar. Granny, it sounds like we could have a heel on our hands. What do you have for Ragnar the Ruthless? Go ahead, Granny. Um, or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting well, to be yelled at. <laughs> well, well, here's the deal. We have a, we have a three-person show. Uh, one of my hosts He's in New York. He's uh, running a oh. nightclub. And then Granny, she's in Arkansas, and uh, she's been uh, celebrating the, the Kansas City Chiefs win. So, uh, oh, uh, I lived in Arkansas for a while, actually. And I don't know where she went to, but anyway, um, well, <laughs> I'll, I guess we'll just, well, I guess I'll just continue. Uh, so now, um, do you have uh, plans on coming back up to uh, North Dakota at some point? Uh, I'm hoping in April. Um, I, I love traveling. I did um, I did a one night go to Tennessee and came back that same night. That was a ten hour drive. Uh, really? I, yeah, I did that just to go uh, just to go see some big name wrestlers and stuff. They had a huge event down there in Tennessee, um, USA Wrestling or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but. Man, it was in a baseball diamond, and it was it was a fantastic time. I got to meet a lot of legends. Uh, Scott Steiner, Matt Kane, uh, the Boogeyman was there, uh, um, a whole bunch of different people. So it was a really big event. You know, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned uh, Scott Steiner. Uh, he's put me in a headlock, and uh, oh. the, the Boogeyman, I actually was able to cross him off my bucket list. I was able to deliver worms to the Boogeyman. Oh, that is that is amazing. We have uh, the Boogeyman coming uh, to ACW in Oshkosh uh, in April. Uh, actually, on my birthday, they're having their biggest event of the year, and it's on my birthday, April 17th, which is pretty cool. And, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, I um, <laughs> I can't take the Boogeyman fishing because he needs to eat the bait, but... <laughs> You know, you gotta, uh, you gotta have, you gotta have some backups, no worms, maybe some, uh, just some fake stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, I'll just, uh, I'll just continue the interview. Uh, uh, it's like I say, it's usually a three wheel show, but uh, uh, two of my wheels have fell off, and uh, I, the spare tires are about to roll off. But we'll go with this. Uh, and I do apologize to you because, like I say, usually I have uh, three people here. But uh, so now. Uh, you know, I'm kind of curious, you know, uh, 
the icon made you a cool collector's card, and I sent that to you, and I know you like that. But uh, what? Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your ring of tire, how that came about, and if you designed uh, it or you bought it or? Yeah, no, my wife actually made most of my uh, my attire. I actually bought. Um, I wear an arm piece on my right shoulder, and I bought that online. And then uh, my wife, she actually helped create and design my t-shirts. Excuse me, my t-shirts and my uh, my ring attire, which has been really helpful because I had no idea what I was gonna wear when I first started. I was. I was super like, man, Vikings, they wear all this gear and stuff. And how can I attribute that to, uh, to in-ring looking and attire? And I just, I couldn't figure it out. And she, she kind of helped me out. And then, uh, my tag partner who I tag a lot with Devlin Kane over in Minnesota, he wears something similar. So they were like, well, we should put these guys together as a tag team. So I basically was like, yeah, we look, we look identical. So we might as well do this. Right, you know, and uh, the cool thing about uh, your match is, uh, I mean, it just had, you know, it, you know, and I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to put you over because you're already great, but I mean, with your match, I mean, there was just so much, there was just a lot of flow and a lot of continuity in your match, and I loved watching you wrestle. It was awesome to see you wrestle. Well, thank you. I've, uh, you know, even though a lot of us have graduated, we still go back to camp uh, every Sunday, 9 a.m we still, we have a lot to learn. I've been doing this now for two years and, you know, I'm still green. So it's, I've, I've got plenty of things to learn. I've got things to try and I can also help new students with their questions and stuff like that on, on anything. So it, it helps me get better and it helps them learn. So I love, I love going to camp every Sunday just to fine tune my, my toolbox, you know, all the different all the different things I put into my toolbox and then I help others build their characters or whatever. And then myself on top of it. So it's really cool. I, I love doing it. And you know, that's awesome. And then uh, real quick here, so we can get this out of the way. Uh, like I, I don't know if you heard when we were talking about the, we got a new thing that we're doing here on the show that uh, uh, people from uh, the end of the show till next, the start of the next show, if they like our page, what we're going to do is we're going to select a few winners uh, to get autographs from one of the guests that they've uh, that we had on the show. Hopefully you might be able to send us a few autographs for some giveaways if you can do that. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I would love to do that. That that's and I, I think you're not, probably I think you're one of my favorite this, things. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I love, uh, I love when people come up and during like intermission and stuff and they ask for an autograph or a t-shirt or just a picture and stuff like that. I mean, I, I mean, I'm mean and angry in the ring and I look like an asshole and oh, I'm sorry if I can't say that. Um, I'm a bad guy. Well, here, well, here's um, the deal though. We're, we're, it's, it's in New York and it's, uh, it's, uh, 12 o'clock there or it's 12 o'clock there. So, uh, uh you're fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love when people come up and talk to me and, you know, just, just to have a picture with me because that's, you know, pretty much what I do it for. I love, I love entertaining fans. And just to have my autograph with somebody or anybody, you know, that's that's one step closer to achieving the ultimate goal, you know. And, uh, you know, I'll understand if you don't want to answer this, uh, you know, but, you know, you mentioned that, you know, your wife does your uh, makes your ring attire, which is kind of cool. But uh, if you want to answer this or you don't, I'll understand it. But 
So when uh, did your was your wife at a match? Did she at a match or uh, uh, did you uh, take her out? Did you go on a date and then say, hey, oh by the way, uh, why don't you why don't we go to this uh, wrestling match? Uh, and then uh, all of a sudden, here you come from the back room. You like you know she's sitting down. Then you come from the back room. She's like, holy crap, I'm dating that guy. That that would have been amazing. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as cool as that. No, it was more of a. We we had been married, I think, uh, a couple months or something like that. And uh, she came home and she screamed. She, I was I was sleeping and she screamed at me. The Hardy Boys are back, and she woke me up and I pushed her off the bed quick and I jumped to my computer because the Hardy Boys. I grew up during the Attitude Era. That was my favorite time of all time of wrestling, and I, the Hardy Boys were always a special place in my heart. So. Quite quick, jumped on my computer, and I was like, oh, man, I really wish I could be a wrestler. I wonder if they have any wrestling locally. So then I started doing some research, and then, like, that next weekend, I went to my first show, and then the weekend after that, I started training. <laughs> now, did you, um, uh, did you, uh, have you had a chance to meet them? No, I haven't, unfortunately. Um, that would probably be the ultimate fangirling moment because they just, that that would be the happiest moment of my life would, would to be next to the Hardy boys or edge and Christian or the Dudleys, you know, anybody I'm a big tag team wrestler. I love tag team wrestling. And that was just my thing when I was younger. Well, you know, I, I'll tell you what, let, let me throw this out. Uh, let me throw this out to you. Uh, you know, because I, you know, I asked all independent wrestlers this, and uh, as a matter of fact, I just realized I forgot asking the other two. Uh, let's say that you're at a show, and like an official or uh, a scout from AEW or WWE was there, and they saw you. Uh, two part question. Uh, no, like I say, no, no one has ever answered it the same way, so I'll put it to you. Two part question. One is that something you want to do? If they if they came up and say, hey, you should come out and try out for our company, one, is that something you want to do? And two, if you do get that big-time contract, would you not big-time us and still talk to us? Oh, uh, absolutely. If they told me, you know, hey, come work for us, I would I would drop my job. I would tell my wife, I'm, I'm moving to this area. You know, come see me when you can. We've already discussed this. You know, if it, it ever did happen. And the second part of your question, absolutely not. I love talking to people. Like if I had a message, you know, as soon as you messaged me, Hey, you want to be on the show? I was like, absolutely. Yes. I, I would love to like these, these are cool things that help local and independent wrestlers like me and even big time people who just want to talk to somebody on, on a night, you know, they're not doing anything. That would be just the most fantastic thing because then I could even, if I was a big time wrestler, I could give back even more to the people who helped get me there. And that's, that would be like the ultimate goal for me would be to get signed and also be able to give back to those who helped get me to where I'm at. You know, and you know, and the cool thing is, uh, you know, the, you know, the wrestling term, put yourself over. And uh, I like to do that on the show, but you know the interesting thing about uh, this particular podcast is we are the number one listened to wrestling podcast in Vietnam. Oh, that is that is very interesting. <laughs> and uh, we're also the number one podcast in uh, Australia as well. Well, I I love Australia. I would love to just visit there. 
everything can kill you there, I've heard. So, well, yeah, uh, whether it be the panda bears or the kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, real quick here, uh, and don't go away yet. We got we got twenty minutes of you and I, uh, even though there's supposed to be two other people with me here, but. Uh, so we can get this in. I'm going to ask you some tougher questions here. Um, what uh, if our, our fans want to check out and see you? See you? You got a Facebook? You got Instagram? A YouTube? A Twitter? A Twitch? A GoFundMe? What do you got? Oh uh, yeah, I have a I have a Facebook, an Instagram, both Ragnar the Ruthless. You can find me on both of those. Uh, I even have a TikTok. Uh, I make some TikTok videos every now and then. That's also Ragnar the Ruthless. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about getting a Twitter started up and, uh, start putting my matches on YouTube. So be on the lookout for it. Uh, you, if you want to keep updated with me most of the time, it's on Facebook at Ragnar the Ruthless. Um, same way it's spelt as it sounds. Uh, but yeah, social media is just a big thing for me, especially being a millennial. You know, I grew up with social, social media, so it's, I'm always on it. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, the, you know, the thing about uh, you know social media is like it, it seems to be like the driving force uh, for people nowadays, you know, and uh, you know, you know, you can you can have, you know, what am I trying to say so I don't stammer over my words? Uh, you know, like nowadays, the whole the whole thing is to get yourself out there. And be on as many social media events as you can. You know, uh, back in the 80s, they didn't have platforms like this. So, you know, like for independent wrestlers, there there was no, there was no podcasts. There was no radio shows. There was no Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. Uh, do exactly. you feel that um, uh, as an independent wrestler right now, uh, you know, with all the stuff going on uh, with social media and the way it takes off, would you say that's uh, would you say that's more of an advantage nowadays than a disadvantage? Absolutely, I, I, but it's also a disadvantage. You know, there's you you can be seen by hundreds of thousands of people by one post, but at the same time, whatever you've posted in the past, or if something comes to light, it can be bad for you, and you can get you know blacklisted or not want to be booked by other promoters and stuff like that. So you got to be really careful with social media. Me, I, I just post my wrestling stuff. That's it. You know, I, I kind of keep to myself, and I just I just make sure that, you know, it's just me, my wrestling. That's all I do. And, you know, absolutely, it's, it's such a big advantage because you could either be on Botchamania or you could be uh, trending on Twitter, and you don't know which one it is until, you know, you start getting those floods of emails and, and messages saying, wow, that was really cool, or that was really bad. Are you okay? So, I think it's I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, it's not like sending in a tape, you know, back in the early days of wrestling, sending a tape in to WWE and trying to get a tryout and stuff like that. So you can put all your best stuff in there and none of the bad things they saw. <laughs> right now, Ruthless is our guest here. We got uh, 16 minutes, uh, uh, give or take here. So. Now, when is uh, your next uh, event, or do you not uh, have one booked yet? Uh, I have an event this weekend in Winona, Minnesota. Uh, me and my tag partner, Devlin Kane, we uh, 
we're defending our titles and then I've got another one the following weekend. Uh, my trainer holds a show every year at a, at a bar and grill out in, out in the sticks. But a lot of people come and show up to it, which is always fantastic. And we love all the people that come to it. Um, that was actually my first singles match. So it's, I'm returning back to, uh, to one of my very first places, which is kind of exciting. Um, and then my February, I'm booked all over. Um, we have a lot of wrestling in Wisconsin, which is amazing because so many fans and so many people come out and it's just fantastic to meet all these different people. So, excuse me. Um, but yeah, no, the next couple weeks, I think this was my one free weekend until sometime in March. And I think I have bookings all the way into March into April too. So, um, I'd like to come back to North Dakota in April from what I've heard. So that would also be exciting. I, I did have a great time over in North Dakota. Um, met a lot of cool fans, met a lot of cool wrestlers, which was very exciting for me. So, you know, and I don't know if you noticed or not when you were in the ring, but, uh, uh, I swear that this little gal should have won fan of the fan of the event. She kept on giving all you guys the finger. Did you ever, did you notice that? Did you check that out? Yes, I did actually. Uh, I actually met her aunt, which was hilarious because uh, my tag partner, she really did not like at all. And she came and uh, told him how much she didn't like him on multiple occasions. So I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, Little girl, hilarious, giving people the finger. And, you know, it's that kind of reaction from kids. Not exactly that reaction, um, but the reaction from kids calling us, you know, Oh, I, I like you. You're so cool. Or, you know, Oh, I hate you. You're so, you're so mean to the other guy. Why are you so mean? And kids are just brutally honest. And I love it <laughs> because they're going to tell you how it is. And they're not going to, they're not going to know the difference. Uh, the fact that kids get so excited about this, it reminds me of like when I was a young kid and I would get excited to watch TV wrestling. And if I could have met those people I saw on TV, you know, that's just, I, that's me giving back. I love when kids get involved into matches and screaming at you and stuff like that. It's, it's just who, so fantastic. Who was who the, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Besides, you know, you mentioned the Hardy boys and the uh, Asian Christian, but besides them, who was the, who was another wrestler that you really looked up to? Oh, Stone Cold, Undertaker, The Rock, you know, all, all the big names. All the big names, those were, when when you saw them come to the ring or you, you heard that glass shatter or the lights go dark and even Kane, same thing, you know. I really wish they would use pyrotechnics again because that was just, it, it, it's so different nowadays with watching wrestling. You know, back in the day it was like somebody would do a move and be about to do a move and you'd see all the people stand up and you'd see all these cameras flashing off all at once. And it was just the coolest. And even when I watch old matches now, it's like, man, I really wish we could get back to that, to where that excitement and that energy and just the fans being so involved and loving every minute of whatever it was, you know, that that's the biggest thing to me is like, those guys were the guys and they're still to this day, you know? Well, you know, the thing is, uh, well, let's see, how old are you? I'm 30. You're 30. See, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, as a matter of fact, Wednesday, uh, and I'm waiting for my co-host to wish me a happy birthday. They didn't do that. They must've forgot, but Wednesday's <laughs> my birthday. I turned 46 
And uh, well, happy birthday! I started, yeah, I was. I, you know, I went through the Legends era, to the New Age era, to the Attitude era, to the Ruthless Aggression era, to the PG era, to the What the Are They Doing Now era. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way to put it right now. Uh, like you said, you you've been following it since the Legends. So I mean, I I grew up during that that really just great period of you know, the blood and the high flying and the, you know, the stone cold drinking beer on TV and flipping people off. And, you know, maybe it turned me into kind of a not so great person growing up, but I mean, you know, the degeneration X and getting yelled at at school, telling teachers to suck it, you know? (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, and uh, for our fans listening, I just want to tell everybody we have get this. You know, I mentioned we're the number one podcast in Vietnam. We right now yeah. we have fifty three listeners in Egypt right now. Hey, what what's going on, Egypt? They're, well, I'll tell you what. I know that uh, I I know that they're you know they're checking out uh, they're checking out uh, your you know you mentioned the little girl liked you but she didn't like your tag team partner. Yes. I think that's probably I think that's probably because you had uh, fur and she your partner didn't. That that could be it. He was wearing scarves, and I look like a giant teddy bear. So I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, you know what I like about your tag team partner uh, on audio commentary. <laughs> on audio commentary, you know, he's he, he was wearing a scarf, and I mentioned, uh, uh, well, uh, as you can see, he uh, he he stole that uh, scarf from the local Goodwill store here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to tell him that. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's, that's why I'm like, uh, you know, I, I guess I really should have said that. For some reason, there was a mix-up with the audio commentary, and it got recorded incorrectly. So, oh. you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, you know, hopefully by um, by April, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll get this figured out. But uh, when you when you come out here in April, we got to hang out, man, or do something, you know? Absolutely. If <laughs> – I had a car full of people. I also had uh, skits with me, and I had Combat Kid. So we were all heading back to Green Bay, and it was a long drive. We didn't get back till 4 a.m., but, you know, it's it's the life of an independent wrestler. You travel, and then you get home late, or you stay at a hotel, and then you're right back to the next show right away. And some of those are my favorite weekends, like just getting in the car with some guys and heading to another state. It's just the the most fun we can possibly have, and I – I put a lot of my uh, my stuff on like TikTok and stuff like that, where we're in the car and we're just goofing around, and you know, because it, it's a fun time to get there. But then once we get there, it's you know, it's business time. We gotta, you know, this is what we gotta do and set up. And I, I'm uh, I'm a firm believer of trying to be there as early as possible to do set up and tear down and stuff like that. But yeah, next time I I hope I hope I can stay a little later. Uh, even maybe spend the night there so that I don't have to be so tired the next morning. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, um, I could, I could probably, uh, I could probably work that out for you. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, uh, not that I, uh, I, I probably shouldn't mention this, but I will anyway, I worked for, a, I worked for a hotel here in, in town here and uh, maybe I could get you a discounted rate so you can, uh, so you can hang out, you know? Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. And I'd super appreciate that because we had, a, we had a lot of people, Hey, are you going to come to the after bar? And 
no, we got to drive back to Green Bay tonight, and it's an eight-hour drive, and, you know, and, and I love it. I love traveling. I'm a truck driver on my shoot job, so me being on the road, it's it's not a big deal, but I love I love just going to the after bar, meeting fans, talking to people, stuff like that. You know, I, I just, uh, I love traveling. If I could do this for my job, just wrestle every weekend, I, I would. I would drop my job in a heartbeat because this is something, a, you know, a young me could only have dreamed of. And I have so many people to thank just to where I'm at right now in two years. You know, what what's two more years for me? What's eight more years for me? And I'm excited for the future and I'm excited for every possibility and learning experience. Well, you know, and the thing is, uh, and we we do want to continue to promote you because, uh, um, you know, uh, for our fans that are listening, uh, this is going to get kind of boring because they've heard the story so many times. But uh, we actually launched this show uh, four years ago, uh, actually five years ago. Our um, our anniversary is the day, the Monday after WrestleMania. Uh, we actually launched this show to come on the air to. Uh, to bitch about how bad WWE was. Well, that was insane <laughs> for about a month. And then I'm like, you know, let's go a different direction with this. And I started getting guests and all this stuff. I mean, you know, we've had, uh, you know, singers and songwriters and adult film stars, and which is fun for me. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've had, we've had world-class athletes and we had, um, we had Roger Maris Jr., you know, of course, you know, his dad was the home run king, Roger Maris. You know, I mean, just just a bevy of people, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, it's, and it's that's awesome. exciting. You know. That's and, exciting uh, that you can get all the, all these people together and people enjoy it. And, you know, even, even small-time wrestlers and stuff like that or big-time name celebrities, you know, that's so fantastic and cool. And, uh, you know, the other the other cool thing is, uh, you know, um, uh, I'll let our fans know this. I'm not going to let you guys know what day it is because you'll have to uh, you have to keep uh, checking out our page because uh, we want to we want to uh, get people like our page. And like I say, um, uh, one lucky winner that likes our page from now from the end of the show until the beginning of the next show, uh, we'll work on getting you a uh, an autographed picture of uh, Ragnar and uh uh, Michelle Starr and uh, um, um, uh, Mr. Howell, uh, the key man himself. And, uh, you know, the uh, we're going to have uh, on the show uh, coming up this year, we're going to have uh, Bam Bam Bigelow's son. We're going to have the Dynamite Kid's daughter. Uh, and I'm even working on the Texas Tornado's daughter. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, you know, we've had, uh, on the show, every, all our listeners, so we've had, um, we've had the Undertaker's son on with us. We've had Chris Benoit's son on with us. We've had Roddy Roddy Piper's son on with us, you know? So, uh, you know, it's, you know, we are up and coming, uh, people and we have been for a while, but, uh, we hope that, uh, you know, we, we have about four minutes here left with you. We hope that uh, you'll be able to join us again and, uh, you know, we'd uh, love to have you on again, you know, uh, maybe Absolutely. Even before um, so, you know, you, you mentioned that, uh, uh, you, now you, you said you try and wrestle every weekend, correct? I try to. Yeah. Uh, whether it's traveling or it's locally, I try, it, it just keeps my mind off of, uh, you know, my regular work and stuff like that. Plus it, 
it, it's just fun to do. It's something I enjoy doing and I try to do every weekend. It's, it's nice to have one weekend off in a month, but I try to travel as much as I can and go to as many places and see and meet as many people as possible. Um, so I try to wrestle every weekend. So, you, you know, you mentioned you're off this, this last weekend. So you're booked now and, uh, until when? I think mid March, I got to look at my calendar, but I know, uh, I know my next couple weekends here, I'm, I'm booked pretty much every weekend. And if it, if it was up to me, I would be booked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, I, I love, I love wrestling. I just, I enjoy it so much, whether it's, the three hours of sleep in between, you know, shows or going from one place to another or meeting new wrestlers and figuring out what they like and dislike and stuff like that. And as much information as I possibly can right now, because, you know, being two years in the business, I have so much information to still learn and I can help also other people from a different point of view, you know, kind of like the outside looking in. So it's always fantastic to shoot other ideas off of other guys and see what they do and, you know, just keep keep my mind sharp on top of that. So what's the longest trip you're going to be taking uh, uh, in the next couple weekends? Uh, next couple weekends will be the Winona over in uh, Minnesota, Winona, Wisconsin, the Black Horse Bar and Grill. Um, that one will be, I think, a four- or five-hour drive. And then uh, I think back to you guys in April so far. Um, I'd like to get back to Tennessee down there and uh, set up a weekend with them. Um, there's still things in the works there. So, but what, yeah, other what's than that. What's one place you want to go to that you haven't been to yet? Anywhere. Anywhere that I haven't been. <laughs> it's It's just if I get a date and I'm not booked on that, I will – I will book it. You know, if they told me, Hey, I need you in uh, Florida in two weekends. Oh, well, I'm booked. Well, when are you not booked? I'm not booked this weekend. Well, we want you in Florida. Okay, cool. I'll be there. Like, and, I, I'm and willing I'm to travel you, everywhere. You'd like to do some international travel too, wouldn't you? Oh, I would love to. My, my main goal would be to go where my family's from would be Finland. Um, I'm only the third generation born in America and the rest of my family is pretty much full blooded Finland. So I would love, absolutely love it to go to Finland or even Norway, Sweden, any of the Northern countries, even, even places like the middle East, I would love to go wrestle in Japan. I would love internationally. I would love to go anywhere. You know, if I could make this a, a full time thing, that would be the ultimate goal would be to go wherever the people want me. Well, you know the uh, you know a couple of the cool things, and like I say, not that I'm trying to break break us up or anything, but um, and you know, and, and this really sucks because her 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 name uh, her name um, uh, her name slip, uh, slips me. But we were actually her first um, her first interview ever, and uh, I got a call, and she was 17 at the time, and I got a call from uh, Big Swing saying, "You got to turn on." Uh, Right, uh, you got to turn on AEW. The gal we had on our show is on AEW right now. Oh, that's amazing. We actually, uh, uh, we had a girl who I just met for the first time sometime last year, uh, who's now on AEW, Elena Black. So 
I saw her at an all female show here in Green Bay. And then now she uh, recently got signed to um, AEW, which, or uh, no, NXT. That's right. She was, she's uh, now signed to NXT, which I thought was fantastically cool because like so many people have come out of Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan, you know, the Midwest States and like the guy who trained with uh, my trainer, Ken Anderson, you know, my trainer and him, they trained at the same time and Ken Anderson got, you know, WWE and my trainer also helped with Hornswoggle's training. So I've actually, he runs a company down in Oshkosh and I finally got to wrestle against him. And that was probably one of the coolest moments of my life. (laughs) So now, uh, and I'm sure this would, you know, you kind of mentioned it. What you know? Wouldn't you love to have the opportunity, like, to uh, wrestle with either the Hardy Boys or Edge and Christian? Wouldn't that be awesome, like, on the independent thing? Oh, that would that would be that'd just be mind blowing. I would I would be so 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 nervous, but I know they're just they're just cool cool guys. Yeah, the Dudley Boys. I was just watching Dudley Boys stuff yesterday, and man, when when they came out, there was just this energy. You know, all three of them. There was this energy that fans just loved it and they exploded with it and it was just it, it was so fantastic and I would love to meet them and if I had to work with, if I got to work with them I would lose my mind <laughs> uh well I'll tell you what we have uh Ragnar the Ruthless we got about uh, 60 seconds here with Ragnar uh uh big swing I don't know if uh you're there um I don't know uh, I don't know what happened to Granny uh I've been basically filing Flying solo most of the night, so I don't know what happened to you guys. But well, big. Fan, I'm here, Icon. I'm here. Okay. Well, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, we only have uh, 60 seconds left. But uh, 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 right now, I'll tell you what: we definitely have to have you on again. Uh, that way, uh, you know, um, Granny can uh, tell you what she likes to do with the heels because uh, you know she has uh, she has this thing called a. Uh, uh, hurricane, but she got it in Canada so it's a hurricane. I can't. And no, 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 no. I don't have. <laughs> but right. uh, that girl's well, name that you were talking about, Icon, was Kenzie Page. Kenzie Page, that's right. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I uh, I'm getting the signal. We got to wrap it up. Uh, I do thank you, Ragnar, for being on with us. Uh, you're awesome, and I will see you in April, and we'll definitely get you back on again, all right? We'll hang out, all right? Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Take care, bud. All right, so, Bye. fans, we got about uh, we got about 120 seconds here. we got to wrap this up here real quick. Uh, be uh, looking on our Off the Ropes page uh, to see who we got coming up next week. we got another three-guest show. You don't want to miss this one. Uh, of course, I say that every week, but uh, – it's in honor of Granny and her team, the Chiefs, making the Super Bowl. Touchdown, Raiders! We'll see you guys next You're week. You're so mean, Big Swing. Dead man walking. You've done it now.